Hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show, where your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of multi-award winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, overworking, addictive doing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick. So get ready to heal your body, get your spark back, deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. Oh, hello, everybody. It is Chris and Philly here. Today, we are going to flip the tables. So last episode, I shared my body burnout story. Now we're going to hear from Chris. He's going to share his healing journey. We've actually been calling it the hero's story, actually, or the hero journey. (laughs) Love it. So shall we kick off? Maybe starting right back when you were a little boy. Yeah, cool. All right. Ah, Starting back from when I was a little boy, I guess ever since I was a little little boy, I've really been interested in in sport, physical activity, performance. I I just, I really enjoyed being around people and and I wanted to do the hard things. (laughs) And I think the small, easy things, really bored me and and I really lost interest easily and that hasn't changed no <laughs> I'm still a little boy like do the dishes Chris <laughs> no that's boring <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that <laughs> but but I, I feel like ever since I was a little boy I've been very interested in challenging myself uh, and I have also had a, a bit of a rebellious streak in in me as well I, I know my mum could probably come up with a, a bunch of stories about when I was this little little rebel I don't know how she did it she she has a lot of patience <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, so ah I've got this this history of pushing myself challenging myself and and enjoying the challenge. I feel like it, it's probably good to talk about my relationship with my family and and my dad and and even my and my granddad as well. I've got I've got this I'm the oldest grandson. I'm the oldest grandson in a in a very large patriarchal uh, close-knit extended family. My mum's the the second oldest of 12 kids and there's uh, including great grandkids. I think there's like over 70 people in my in my extended family, real close, close-knit family. And my relationship with my granddad was was a very moral, ethical, loving, caring, very balanced, very very kind-hearted masculine guiding hand and uh and i think he he was a massive role model in my life growing up my dad was too my dad was super into sport and athletics and performance and uh being a military guy there was a lot of military 
culture that passed through him to, to me as well. Uh, and I, I think... And some- it's interesting too, I think, in your dad's line, like the history of violence in terms of his dad well, his was career. in the army as well. Yeah, yeah uh, Air Force. Air Force, yeah. And so, no, yeah. Not violence as in he hit you, but more like that experience well, no, there, of trauma. Well, there was a the, bit of that. Yeah, like the... <laughs> I think well, that's it. So, so coming from a military background, the the profession was a, a, a profession of violence, and I think the the line between war and profession and family got blurred a lot. And and I think, and when I say violence, I don't necessarily mean in terms of physicality, but emotional violence as well. And and that that was a real. Uh, for for any one of you who have a military background or have have you know that little t passed on lived experience trauma from from a loved one a parent uh, you probably know what i'm talking about it's hard to not leave work at work and when you come home there's a massive culture of of that coming into families. Anyway. Also too, I think it's interesting you have the generation of war going right back to your Viking ancestors as well. <laughs> you always like to bring in the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> so so fighting, war, all that sort of stuff. It's it's ancestral, it's it's cultural and and I'm living my life is the result of my ancestors really when you when you look at it. That's not airy fairy, but that's that's literal. I, I I've got the genes of of uh, of my ancestors, and they've they've led me to this point. And so the patterns of my uh, of my past ancestors have been passed on to me, and that's affected me genetically and morally, culturally, and and so my starting point really started started there. So anyway, I, I guess moving on, I, I've always had a gift for uh, and this in innate gift of intuition and a real care for the for the wounded and for for people who I, I I've I've been blessed with with health of, of body and mind my whole life and physical ability to do things that a lot of people haven't. My my gift has always been helping those who are less fortunate than than me. That's not arrogant. That's I, I feel like that comes I literally I mean that to come from love and I can spot a mile away when someone's doing it tough. And I might come across as rough around the edges sometimes. But but I really do care about people being okay. Mm. Um, Let's talk about maybe fast forwarding a little bit to older person. So big yeah. dog, big dog. That was, was my nickname. Was your nickname when I met you? Yeah. Uh, I guess battling... Battling with these themes in my life, the the common themes of fight, aggression, ego proving, nature, all that stuff inside of me. Uh, part of me was, you know, this big dog, this big cuddly guy who, <laughs> who might flip and bite your head off. I struggled, <laughs> I struggled to bring balance to that for a, for a long time, and and as a large part of my life growing up and the lines really were blurred on the court. Uh, I could be this 
this teammate that would do anything for you. But then if you <laughs> do something, I, I really struggle with that, that stress fight response. Mm. Um, and I think sport. too, like that ego um, went into the performance, high achieving, do, 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 got to win the gold to the detriment of also your health. So mm. even before we met, you were eating atrocious, you weren't recovering, uh. you were doing stuff with your body at such a, an elite level, but there was no time to actually recover or restore your body. And I remember when yeah. we met too, you were working two full-time jobs, cool. one in the daytime yeah. and one at nighttime. So like you weren't even sleeping very well yeah, at it, all. It, to me, the, nothing was more important than the victory. <laughs> the victory! Uh, I had this, this, this archetypal vision a while ago speaking of Vikings, where I th- I literally had this thought, this dream recurring. I was a Viking <laughs> in a war, uh, you know, with oh, there was this line of opponents in front of us. And here was I. I didn't have a sword or an axe. I had a club. And I, I envisioned myself with this club and I would charge into battle and I would jump into the fray and I would kill 20, 30 people and then die, give myself, <laughs> die, for, die for the cause, you know. I had this vision, this, this dream recurring uh, over and over again. And I think that described my life. I would give everything that I had, even my life and my body for the cause. And, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like that really um – uh, what's the word? Trickled into business as well. So after we got married, you started your first business and you're, you thrashed your body doing that as well. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I sacrificed my body for the cause. Where If that cause was more points than the opposition on a basketball court, that was it. If it was lifting heavy weights in a strongman competition, that was it. If it was in business, that was it. I would I would sacrifice my body for the cause. And I think what one day, one day it just it got to a point where I realized I was in a I was in a tunnel. I was in this this dark place where where I just couldn't it, it was mid mid to late 30s. My body started breaking down. I based my sense of self, my identity on what I could do. Identity based on what I could do. I was the guy who did the things. And I relished in that. And all of a sudden, my body started breaking down. I couldn't do those things anymore. My, e- my ego broke. And I, was, I was constantly inflamed. I was in pain. 10 out, of 10, 10 out of 10 pain in my joints, exhausted, chronic headaches, burnout, <laughs> compulsive addiction, depression, all that sort of stuff. Can we dig into that a bit? Seeing as this is the body burnout show, let's chat about like what that actually looked like for you. So, I mean, I can give you my, yeah, my version of what I saw. So Chris was so exhausted, but he didn't realise he was exhausted. I remember driving... You know, we would drive from our house to, say, my mum's, which is about 20 minutes away back then. Mm. And Chris couldn't even stay awake to drive that long, let alone a three and a half hour trip to the other end of the state. And he just thought that that was normal. 
I don't know if I thought it was normal, but but I... Well, you were brushing it aside as if it's not an issue. I was suppressing it. You I were was, suppressing it. I was suppressing it big time. It, it wasn't like I was... I, I definitely didn't think it was normal, but I knew that I just had to get over it. Mm. Otherwise, I couldn't do the things. Mm. So shush up, Chris. Just ignore it. Mm. Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> Yeah, of it. yeah, it's like kind of my patterns that I shared last last week for a different reason, but it's just like, just go, just keep doing, do, 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 do. Yeah. And then you were getting pretty bad chronic headaches that were patterns and this was really interesting because you were okay during the weekday or the work days, but Sundays, your day off, you would wake up with this atrocious headache that would thump, like even to the point of a migraine. Yeah. And... Basically, it was because he was... Dope myself up on caffeine during the week, yeah, pre-workouts like to get dreams, the workouts done. Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, Sunday, he didn't have any of that. Headaches. Forced myself to keep going, you know, like just keep keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't quit. Don't give up. Um, you, you insert really negative, mean word about myself, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but even then I remember saying, oh, it's probably because you're having too many Red Bulls and, again, suppressing, deflecting. You're like, no, 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 no. There's mm. something wrong with my head. It's like, yeah, there is, but <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why <laughs> oh, you're getting the withdrawal head. <laughs> headaches. I, so I, will, I feel like I was in this tunnel, this dark place, body falling apart. I'd say depression as well. Yeah. To some point. Degree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And anxiety. And then my body falling apart, business started falling apart, uh, family falling apart, our marriage was on the rocks, falling apart. I wasn't present. I definitely wasn't connecting. And and to top it all off, I feel like just to tie it all in maybe, it, it, I couldn't do the things that I thought or that I'd base my sense of self, my identity on and in addition to this tunnel this this existential crisis this void during this time my granddad passed away uh, this man that i i really looked up to and and it was a really hard time at that at that period of my life he was my uh he he meant so much to me and i and i think that's where i was I had a choice. Hey, it was lose my business, lose my wife, my family, lose my body, lose my life or get some help. And so I started looking for help. You know, I'm not a very smart guy, but, but I started looking for help. And and I I hope that that if if any of you are listening to this uh maybe going through this tunnel, I just probably want to speak to this while it's in my mind right now, if that's all right. Like if you feel that you're in the tunnel right now and you feel like it's all a bit dark and, and you can't do what you've always done and you're feeling like you've got this existential void, this identity crisis. I really want to speak to you specifically, everybody, <laughs> whoever can listen, but, but I'm talking to you especially because I care about you. And that's I, ideally that's why I want to share this, this story is with you if that resonates with you. But everyone else keep listening too. <laughs> oh, at, at that time, I, I think came into my world FMA, FMA Strength Institute. And I met some mentors, some guides of mine, Mark Buckley and Mark Luxon. 
and they introduced me to, or they, they helped me to hone my, my rehab skills and my strength and conditioning skills that, that I already had and that I was pretty good at, but they really just took that to another level, really, really high level stuff. And, they, and it was a lot around preventing burnout as well. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, exactly. And they also introduced me to, to mindset and high level business skills as well at a, at a higher level that I'd been exposed to up to that point. And, um, and really helped me to, to be, they taught me more about being a high level man, a high value, high value man. And and it became less about doing and achieving and, and more about just being, being the, being high value, you know, serving a purpose, having, having utility <laughs> that's actually purpose-driven uh, and, and so my, my life evolved, my, my life evolved, my body changed and I did a lot of inner work on, on myself and, and then I was, I was also met with, uh, a new, a new. Before you go to that next chapter, cause we also did a bit of functional medicine, oh, adrenal yeah. work as well. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there was, I, if you listen to my story last week, my initial first chapter one of my healing journey was very much on the physical plane. Chris, you probably took it more on the inner mind plane first and foremost as the big, huge transformation for you. But on the side as well, I'm like, your adrenals are fried. Let's do an adrenal test. And <laughs> sure enough, stage two adrenal fatigue, similar to my results. Fully cooked. <laughs> but it was cool because you were still training in strongman at that point in time as well and mm. you had a national competition and you came second this was after doing all the like really honing in on recovery and rehab and healing from burnout and doing all the adrenal protocol work you came second and i remember standing there with the your competitors and they were like oh what are you what's your training regime like chris and you said, well, actually, I haven't done a lot of training leading up to this, not in comparison to what I was doing. So that was kind of really cool testament to that not only were you healing physically, but you were performing better mm. while doing less. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at that sort of time, I, with my work with Mark, the Marks, Mark and Mark, and FMA, oh, my 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 heart really changed. I, I flicked a switch, and and with that inner work, I was I was met with another challenge, and it was it was more around the incongruence of being a <laughs> like a meathead, and into into something more than that which you always had as part of you like if you think about you the way you described yourself as a boy yeah and having that more role model of your granddad who was like very kind-hearted and ethical and mm. and you even felt within you had that innate intuition for other people as well so you're you're just a walking contradiction right from the moment you were born i think <laughs> well <laughs> maybe and and fighting between the two i think is what led to the burnout yeah i I guess coming home to to myself and and who I actually really was, I think that was 
That was that challenge. That was the challenge. It was letting go of this forceful desire to do and achieve and just come back to, 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 to who I was and what my, my purpose in life really was. And so that was my challenge at that point. And then I woke up one morning, COVID hit, bang, dun, dun. lockdown, central, <laughs> awesome. It was awesome in in the in the silence and in the quiet and it was I had some really beautiful moments of being alone and also not being alone like connecting with with you and and the girls and um my past life being a gym owner being away from five a.m. to ten oh probably more than like four thirty really four thirty to ten ten p.m. Uh, it just wasn't congruent with this new high level man that I was trying to become. And, and so I pivoted my business, you know, the, the gym and, and you and I, we joined forces, mm. created Chris and Philly in that time yeah. of COVID, Chris and Philly functional medicine. So back then, I don't know if we clarified, you had a gym during this time had a and gym. then a personal training business even before that. Yeah. While in the midst of all of that, I was practicing functional medicine just as a sole trader and so then COVID 2020 happened. We'd been talking about it for ages. Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if we joined forces, body and mind combined. Yeah. And so COVID gave us that opportunity to get our clients better results was like the main goal, but also to just from our lifestyle perspective, and especially for you, it was it was meant to be like it, it led to the lifestyle that we wanted to create so that we could both be healthy and happy and be able to connect as a family. Absolutely. And, and I, it was in this time where I, I thought, you know, it's pivot time. That, that was the, the buzzword at the time is pivot, 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 COVID equals need to pivot. And I thought, you know what? I want to dive deep dive deep into mindset, really improve my professional coaching credentials and standard and get better at that. And so being the hyper-focused, deep diving, high achieving, go-getting kind of guy that I, I still was at that time, I found my mentor, Kylie Ryan from Supercoach Academy. And she taught me and and the community of of faculty as well taught me to be a high level mind coach mindset coach you know i i was still tempted i had temptations to revisit old habits and i was really in this time of my life i was coming face to face with my patterns as i started to let go of the old and and adopt the new i started to realize ooh some of this stuff ain't easy to put down and so in my work with kylie about learning how to be a better coach for others i i received coaching support and guidance on how to notice and be aware of and understand and take responsibility and and ownership for my patterns and and to to rethink and, and reframe the way I was doing things and also to just let go and 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 drop a few things that I was carrying around at that time. Now, you always had this nice I'm going to use the word feminine 
even even before you did any of this work and when you were like going hard and doing all the things in our relationship you were still always probably the more feminine one like the more intuitive um when we would have conversations or if we'd had a fight you were always the one that would say sorry first and try and draw out my issues from my brain and then when you did work with Kylie too it was really balancing that over dominant masculine energy to then drop down into it's safe to be slow to be more feminine but still be a man and Mm. to really let go of like it took you I would say even a couple of years to really let go of this need to do more sport and win now you're doing um what is it BJJ yeah but just for fun and you go swimming in the cold ocean all year round. Mm. So I I feel like I entered into a, a new abyss. You know, I'm in the tunnel and I feel like, oh, I can see light. I, I know that light is just around the corner. And and I feel like I I was still in the as I'm over the last couple of years since COVID. Uh, for the first part of that, I was still in the tunnel. I just took a bend. And although I pivoted our business and, and my roles and profession, I felt like I was still in the abyss, the, the tunnel. And and I was starting to witness this evolution as I was going through this this dark night of my soul. And I was really witnessing the, the death of the the rara <laughs> and more this birth of the la 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 that's probably better than ra ra to la la and and i feel like i i was coming home i feel like i was coming home like almost a full circle like you mentioned i was, I was remembering my granddad and and the the guidance and my upbringing and my purpose and my the reason I'm put on this planet and I was starting to to get to know that and so as I've come out of that tunnel <laughs> I've seen the light <laughs> I've stepped into the light and and my transformation has really been this evolution of of me as a as a person it's not just about doing equals having it's about prioritizing taking care of myself connecting with the most important things in my in my life being a high value man living by my heart-centered values and my come out i've i've come into this new version of me and maybe it's like it's not even a new version. It's more of like a return. It's creation of old thing is to help you to navigate these dark moments of your life and and become who you born who you are born to be and connect you to to get you to connect to your heart and your soul and and to address the the deepest root cause of body burnout and to integrate that into into this new way of being in your life. Amen. Boss. <laughs> Nothing that's awesome. Thank you so much, Chris, for sharing your story. If anyone has any questions or 
even you know what actually seeing as this is a new podcast we would just love to hear from you if what we have been sharing so far has been resonating if you want to see anything specific on the podcast feel free to message us we want to give you the best of us based on what you need absolutely thanks for listening guys really appreciate it (laughs) goodbye (laughs) have the best ever Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our ending body burnout assessment on our website. And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one ending body burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have Have the the best best day day ever. ever.